just start, just start posting. It's just how it is. Like forget about the algorithm, forget about the best practice, forget about anything. Just put yourself out there. And if you really cannot do that, you can change it up of not posting, start engaging. If you really think like, oh my gosh, filming myself is tough. Face to camera, designing is tough, is tough. Writing is tough. I just don't know how to start. Start engaging, engaging with people within your industry. And the more you consume, the more that you feel more confidence to show up online for your brand, for your business. So you're on LinkedIn, you have a huge network on there, or maybe you're in the process of growing your connections. The question then becomes, how do you turn those connections into clients, into revenue? How do you use LinkedIn to build a growing business? Having a personal brand is so critical right now with the job market that we're in. And that's why I'm so excited to bring you this interview with Selena. She is a former LinkedIn employee. So who better to tell us how to use this platform than her? She's gonna share with us how to create content and really master social selling without paid ads. We talk about how to create a content strategy, what you should be posting on LinkedIn and how to nurture high quality connections and turn them into paying clients. And if you're watching this in real time, make sure you click the link below to her free masterclass on how to use LinkedIn for business. You are not going to want to miss that because Selena really is a pro. I'm so excited to have you here. Me and Selena go way back. We enrolled in a program together to learn how to build online courses and digital products. And we gravitated toward one another because we both teach LinkedIn. We have separate audiences. I speak to freelancers, specifically freelance writers. And Selena speaks, I'm assuming, more to entrepreneurs and people yeah. who want to build personal brands on LinkedIn. But out of everybody in the course that we enrolled in, we were like the LinkedIn people. So we gravitated yeah. toward one another. And I'm just so excited to have you on this episode so we can get into your background. I know you used to work at LinkedIn, so I want to dig into your story and then get all of the good advice for people who want to build brands on LinkedIn. That's super. And thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be on your show like watch your YouTube video and obviously like we connected through the courses and all your awesome content I'm really excited to speak and hopefully provide value to your audience yeah for sure tell me a little bit about your background and how you got to this point of doing what you do yeah so long story short I used to work for LinkedIn for their marketing solution team so my job is as a brand ambassador to speak about LinkedIn in general how to get how businesses, especially like enterprise business, could use LinkedIn to, you know, sell their product, how they can build a really strong um, company brand and employee branding. So that's what I did for them. COVID hit and me and my family is actually not living in the same continent. And it was really difficult for, for me to basically fly in and out to, to see them. And it's not a possible, like, it's not even possible. So I decided to quit my corporate job, which is absolutely crazy. My mom, my parents are thinking I'm totally like went crazy because of, of, of COVID, which which I, I tend to agree. <laughs> and I quit my steady job and decided to basically flew over to spend time with my family. And that's how everything started. And I was looking for jobs practically like on LinkedIn and I decided to start a blog called LinkedIn Dash Pro and then talking about like how people can actually use LinkedIn for their business and this what I did like back in the LinkedIn days. 
slowly after my ex-client messaged me on LinkedIn and say, hey, Selena, this is so good. Like, can you come and sort of like train my sales team to use LinkedIn like in a right way and help us to basically know how to build great company brand, personal brand, and also like use the LinkedIn for lead generation. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, sure. Like that's what I did previously, but absolutely. And I was literally Googling next day, what should I be asking for a corporate workshop like that? And that's where everything started for the in academy and that's what we're doing right now as an educational platform to teach people small business owner coaches entrepreneur and so not specifically writer to use linkedin for business yeah that's so awesome and i love what you said about like you got a request for consulting services and the next thing you know you you say yes immediately but then the next thing you do is google like crazy because that is Literally what we all do as consultants, as freelancers, is we say yes, and then we figure out how to deliver it later. And a lot of people get really intimidated by that and they feel like imposter syndrome, but you have to just put yourself out there and give it a try. And I love that you did that. You created this whole service just based on what somebody asked you to do. Yeah. And I never thought it's two years now. And that's, that's where like very similar timing that you and I connected. And that's like, just basically right off. And it, it really works out super, super well. And I just enjoy every day sharing the ins and outs of LinkedIn. And it all started with my brand, with me sharing knowledge. And I think that's, Part of the things that I'm very passionate about telling people to really like don't hold hold in with their voices, not like sharing their story because your story needs to be heard. Your story needs to be told and it needs to be told by you specifically. That's a perfect segue into posting on LinkedIn and why freelancers, consultants, anybody who's trying to build a personal brand what is the value of LinkedIn and why should they be on that platform versus all of the other social media platforms that are exploding like TikTok and stuff like that? Yeah, I would start with audience. I think the audiences on LinkedIn are very, very different. There is a data, actually, they just did a research last year. 69% of LinkedIn audiences earn household income of 78K as an annual income. So if you're like freelancer, those are people that have money to spend. And at the same time for B2B companies, there are so many business decision makers There's more than like 70 million of business decision maker on that platform. So if you're posting, all you need is just catch a few eyeballs that is business decision maker specifically towards what you're doing and what you're good at. You're good. Whereas like, you know, TikTok, I don't think there are bad platforms or anything, but it does seem like it's really difficult to focus on a specific niche or a specific person that is actually making a decision out of the entire company or entire businesses or as an owner themselves. Yeah. The upside is so huge with LinkedIn. And I've seen stats about like how many people are posting consistently versus the people that are just on there consuming. And it's, even though it sounds like everyone's, you know, popping off on there and has a personal brand, it really looks like that. It's not the case. There's so many more people that just sit there, scroll and passively engage versus creating content. Am I, am I right about that? So true. Now it's 5.5% of content creators on LinkedIn. So imagine 
it's incredible opportunity. If you don't mind just like putting yourself out there today, you are going to grow much more faster than someone that that is offering the exact service like you do, but not really creating content on LinkedIn. And to your point, right, Christine, like one of the things that I really like about LinkedIn, apart from audiences, apart from like not as many people just willing to put themselves out there and start creating content, but it's also the platform itself, like the community around it. People are really supportive. There's always like conversation involved and more so it's don't mind talking business with you, right? Like if someone slide into your DM through TikTok or slide into your DM through Instagram, it could be a very sleazy message sometimes, but LinkedIn could be very different because if you position your message well, and at the same time, you know what you're pitching, you know who they are, you know which company they, they're working, it's much more different than you just slide into someone's DM through another platform. So the mindset of business, mindset of thinking about collaboration, mindset of the community of the workforce or a profession are very, very different over there. Yeah. I love that you said that because in like, just to recap, so the people who are on LinkedIn tend to be more high quality. They have higher salaries. You get direct access to decision makers that can give you these opportunities. And then they're on there to talk business. It's a professional networking platform. So most freelance copywriters and freelance content writers and that are listening to this right now are familiar with bidding platforms and job boards. Like there's the Fivers, the Upwork. So it's like, I always say, yes, you can use those platforms, but try to mix in LinkedIn as well. If you're going to go that route, because you're going to get higher quality, higher paying clients. And then if it's easier to get clients on Fiverr and Upwork, fine, but at least supplement that with a higher paying, possibly B2B client that you land on LinkedIn. Absolutely. I love that. And LinkedIn also provide the possibility for you to do so with their newly added service page, which is like working like with Fiverr or Upwork, if I'm not mistaken, a few of these like platforms that are specifically helping freelancer LinkedIn as well. And on top of it, you get to have like your own service page. You can receive new requests. Um, They don't take any percentage out from it, by the way, not like Fiverr or Upwork. There's, you can showcase your client projects, And at the end of it, you can also request for a review from your client. So it's like one page did all the things for you and also help you to rank higher on Google. My question is, why not? Why not have another real estate or another, you know, sort of job ad that is for free that you can post on LinkedIn? Totally. Well, my next question is going to be coming from a personal place because I am one of the LinkedIn lingerers or like stalkers lurkers, <laughs> not linger no I like it I like it linger I'm a LinkedIn lurker and I don't have a content strategy I don't post on LinkedIn despite the fact that I get all of my freelance business on there it, I know it's something I should be doing it's something I want to do but to be honest with you I'm terrified I think my and I'm probably speaking for a lot of people who are listening right now I think I speak to a level, I speak to an audience that's high level and that's, is very smart. Like there are like B2B marketers who, you know, are really high up in these tech organizations. And it's very intimidating for someone like me to come out there and be like, here's information that you should know, because I just feel like, well, 
who am I to be telling them that number one? And then I see a lot of other copywriters also on there promoting themselves, doing the content thing. And I hate to say this, but some of it's like really cringy and like self promotional. And it's like trying not to be, but it'll be like, here's why I'm such an amazing copywriter. Or like, here's what this client just said about me. And I'm like, I can never imagine, like got all power to them, but I can't imagine doing it myself because I'm very introverted and I feel cringy doing that. So what would you say to someone who has those neurotic concerns? No, I mean, that's, that's totally like everybody have it too, right? Like, and to your point, there's so many people out there are offering the exact same thing like you do, right? Like how do you cut through the noise? How do you stand out? Plus on top of it in impulse syndrome and how do you express yourself, especially your introvert, right? So I would start with saying there's one thing that everybody have that no one could be able to replace is your own origin story. Like how you started all that, like where do you get to where you are right now? and who have helped you. These are things that it's like uncopyable. It's like your online personas started. Like these are things that it's very important for you to figure out and everybody have it, right? And I would start there because when you understand your why, you understand your story, every time when you're showing up online, you understand the reason behind it. And when you do show up online, you want to share your expertise. You want to like, you know, share like, you know, top three tips of the copywriter um, to, to like lend, lend a clients on LinkedIn, right? Those will come very naturally because you speak from your own experiences. And those are things that it's different from your competitor. Despite you both are targeting, like let's say B2B marketers that help them with copywriting. But when you coming out from saying, oh, with, with my experience working with my clients, that's so different, right? And another thing that I think you mentioned, which is really interesting is like, there. I mean, we know it like as a small business owner, we do need to self-promote, but it's like, to what point, right? Like what's the percentage? What's the ratio? I would say personally, try 80-20. If you're posting, let's say every single day, just once a week, you can promote a little bit about yourself and then the rest should be really would rather work with someone that gain my trust, no light and trust back than someone just right in the, right in the gate, like take my hands. Like I'm the best copywriter. Please hire me. Please hire me. Please hire me. Right. I would rather like take a look at that person looking at their content. I was like, Oh, this is the way to go. This is how you build relationship. This is how you build awareness around, around your brand. We align in terms of things that I'm, I'm looking for. And that is where the amazing conversation start, right? Those business conversation, those conversation talking about, oh, let's jump to a quick sales call and see the possibility to work together. That's how I think it's it's a good way to to think and start. Okay. I had like a little bit of a breakthrough with, as you were speaking, because I think, you know, instead of me trying to be the expert and write some incredible content that's informing and enlightening my ideal prospect or my ideal client. I think it's actually more about posting stuff that is true, that they agree with, that when they look at it, they recognize, yes, that's the exact mindset. And that's the exact principle that we use over here. So if she's saying that she probably understands our goals and our mission. So that was, that's a huge, that's a huge 
mindset reframe for me I just had there because I was thinking to myself to get on LinkedIn, I had to be this professor of marketing and know more than them. But it's like, no, if the, if I can just get their head nodding and them saying, yeah, and them recognizing that it's the truth, then that is what builds trust. Yeah. And that's to me, it's like the perfect world user generation generator content, right? And in a way you are expressing your experiences, your own origin story, but at the same time, it resonates with your audience because by the end of the day, why people decided to hire you it's how much they know and like and trust you. They could know you, but maybe they don't like you. If they don't like you, you can forget about they wanted to work with you. If they know you, they don't trust you, you can forget about they are willing to pay for what you quote them or price them. So ultimately, it's super important to do build your expertise, but surrounding you know what you know, what you're capable, but at the same time, resonate with your audience because anyone can teach tactics anyone could google and look up let's say how to show up confidently in front of camera on youtube or or on linkedin or anywhere copy it put it out there and say that that's my own but it's so different when it's coming from you with your unique experience and mold it with your target audience or your ideal audience and that's to me is totally uncopyable and it's transformation over information I love that. That's super. Yeah, that's super powerful because no one has your story and your experiences for sure. What would be like the first three steps if someone's like, okay, I'm on LinkedIn. I have my profile optimized. I do want to start posting, posting content and building my personal brand on there, putting myself out there, but where in the world do we start? (laughs) Yeah. I get that question all the time. And I know a lot of like LinkedIn guru out there would start like talking about algorithm and stuff like that. Obviously I love to share that, but actually I would go back within you because If you are doing things that you love, like I'm pretty sure, right, Christine, you can totally relate to that when you started your freelance business because you love writing, you love helping people and you're a wordsmith. You're just really good at what you're doing. And that's why you're so good and passionate with this. So I would start with content that is within like good, that you're good at is your specialties focused. So for example, I love expressing and engaging with my audience with video. Video is never things that I I mind doing. So I'm like, I would say I'm a public speaker. I love channeling my zone of genius through multimedia. There's people like by trade are great writer. They express their words in things that people it's unimaginable. Like myself, I'm terrible in like writing. And it would never be things that I'm really good at. So maybe I would use a medium that I feel very comfortable of showing up for my audience. So I would start with that. Or you're a designer by trade. You're amazing with making graphics or like uh, making a framework so people would understand or a mechanism that people would understand the ideology behind it. Then design it. So pick and choose which is your specialty path when creating content. To me, that's the first step. After that is content pillars. I know that sounds like a really boring topic. A lot of people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I want to like for sure talk about content pillars, but that's actually echo back to what we just talked about earlier, like with, with the you know self-promoting ratio, right? It needs to be having elements of you 
having elements of your business, having elements of lead generation, but all the other things needs to be surrounding with what you believe in. It, it could be like, okay, freelance, copywriters specifically for B2B, that could be one uh, pillar, but the rest of it, that could be around it, right? You could be a copywriter specifically for medical industry, right? You can talk about that specifically. You could be a copywriter that is specifically for SaaS software, and you can specifically talking about that. And when you have that, you'll be really clear in terms of what you are writing on LinkedIn. And at the same time, you'll win SEO and ranking within LinkedIn and Google as well. If you are just like, you know, all the time talking about that keyword and your audience wouldn't get confused if you're talking about, you know, 10,000 of things when, when, you know, things that is not really even related to your or even related to your niche. So I would start with those two. And then the last, just start, just start posting. It's just how it is. Like, forget about the algorithm, forget about the best practice, forget about anything, just put yourself out there. And if you really cannot do that, you can change it up of not posting, start engaging. If you really think like, oh my gosh, like really filming myself is tough, face to camera, designing is tough, is tough, writing is tough. I just don't know how to start. Start engaging, engaging with people within your industry. And the more you consume, the more that you feel more confidence to show up online for your brand, for your business. So the mediums in which you can publish on LinkedIn, I guess I tend to think about it just status updates. They're probably not called that posting, basically posting. And then all of the engagement, the likes, the comments and the shares. But is that when you say in content strategy, is that really what it's about? Or is it about like the newsletter function? Is it about the articles that you can publish on LinkedIn? Is it a mix of all of them? Or do you think the best bang for your buck is just posting updates? Yeah, that's a really good question. To me, content strategy is meaning someone have a goal in place and they work towards it. Like whether it's from the CTA, right? Call to action. That's aligned with your goal, your marketing and sales objective. You're very clear about what you're really good at in terms of the formatting. Uh, Content strategy also like from from top bottom, like, okay, now is the season that you want to sell and, and, you know, doing a masterclass, let's say I have a masterclass next month, that would be what I'm be focusing on, right? That to me is a content strategies, whereas like for different avenue of formatting, sorry, different LinkedIn post format, you can choose, there's actually just six. There's six and six only, it's really simple. You have newsletter, which is long form, aka also equals to article, depending on how you want to blast it. You have text post only, which is just text, very similar to status update previously. So, so ta- text post, that is 3,600 characters for text post. And you have picture post. You can do also multi-picture post. There's carousel post, which on LinkedIn, they call document post. And you can upload PDF, you can upload Word document, you can upload like several like slide decks, like PowerPoint and stuff like that. There's also, did I mention video? I think so. Yeah, video already. And then the, the other elements is the live elements. You can do LinkedIn live. You can also do LinkedIn audio rooms. So that's like how you can interact with your audience, things like that. And that's it. That's the six. There's nothing 
too, you know, new that you need to learn from the get-go, right? So I think that is how I see content strategies, not just from purely looking at form. Yeah. And I like that you said that because that I think is why people, including me, get so confused because it's like, what do I post? What do I talk about? But you forget that there needs to be an underlying call to action that's driving everything you put out. Like you need to be driving traffic to something. What is it? Are you trying to get people to subscribe to your newsletter? Are you trying to get people to book a sales call with you? Then your content strategy really should be completely revolved around that. It's like, how many ways can I promote myself and share information and be a thought leader with the end goal, the subtle end goal of routing that person or that reader to the ultimate goal, which is you need to decide what your goal is. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like to your point, that to me is an ecosystem that you're building. And that's a fully integrated, good content strategies, right? Because throughout your profile, throughout, it's like someone's doing like their website revamp. You want to be able to capture as much as eyeballs, but at the same time, you want to drive those eyeballs to your product page and ultimately to the checkout. Similarly, on the LinkedIn end, you have your profile, which is your front end, which is your website, your sales page. And you want people to go back to your back end to check out your product or talk to you, slide into your DM, let's have a sales conversation. What do you offer? What's your program? Things like that, right? So that needs to be like holistically take a look as your whole digital ozone, what I love to call. Then you know throughout, like you can use the feature card to make sure the CTA also linked it back to your primary goal of that specific season of your business. Whether it's book a sales call, ask them to apply to work with you, whether it's to even download your service fee, sort of like a rate card or something. Whatever that is, needs to be everything centralized during the period when you're posting. You're not missing any eyeballs, any attention that you so successfully drive on the platform, right? Awesome. Okay. What would be some best practices for posting? Because I think what's interesting is that LinkedIn kind of has an etiquette of its own. There's the formatting of the post in terms of, I know on your blog, I had read, you know, about the spacing and I'm doing some, in my freelance business, I'm doing some thought leadership for executives. I'm ghostwriting their LinkedIn posts. So I'm specifically interested in this for my own good as well. Uh, The formatting is really interesting of like above the fold and getting them to click to read more. But what are some best practices for posting on LinkedIn? Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I want to share with you, Christian, and I think your audience will love that LinkedIn audience love to read. They could read and read and read forever. Like they have white paper, they will download white paper. If you have a long form article, they would just read. So it's which is like perfect for your audience, right? And perfect for freelance writer to be able to find clients over there, especially they might want to ask them to ghost ghostwrite their LinkedIn article for their company or blogs or things like that. So that would be one of the things that I just want to highlight. But to get more eyes on your posts. To your point, like it, like as a copywriter, 
you understand this. It's actually super similar to blog. You have an intro, but you also have the title and a hook your audience right away. You want to tell them, hey, this is what you're in for. This is like, oh, the five top LinkedIn trends and strategies that has worked in 2023. They know exactly what they're signing up, signing up for. So that would be where I start. And that should be where you spend majority of your time perfecting as well. Because once people stop the straw, decided to continue reading on, that's how your link content, your LinkedIn post velocity got kicked in by the algorithm massively. And they do that, right? Click the see more button. And what in technical terms on LinkedIn is called dwell time. So the longer dwell time someone is on the newsfeed, reading your post, consuming your post or watching your video or sliding through your carousel or like clicking into different links on article, the more impression, more eyeballs, more attention you will get from that post. And that's how people post went viral very easily on LinkedIn. It's just because they really spend a lot of affecting the first two to three sentence over there. So I will start there. And then from, from there, you're right, like line by line by line, just on mobile, because more than 48% of executive business decision maker, I mean, when they're consuming content, they don't have a lot of time. So in order to really catch them is to really offer space in between your content. So it's very easy digestible. It's like a bite-sized, nice nipple for them. Like, oh, I get it. Oh, great, great, great. I'm, I'm done. Okay, let me like comments, things like that right? So that would be throughout. I call it the meat of your content. And then last but not least, the least is where we just talk about, right? You have to call to conversate, a call to action, or what I like to call call to conversation. If you don't want to do sales, 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 you just want to drive conversation within your community, within, you know, people that is in your niche, you can ask them a question. You can ask them whether you're good, you agree with me in, in terms of this piece, right? To making sure they take part of the conversation, drop a comment, because when they do drop a comment, com commenting helps your post as well. And that's just this beautiful snowballing effect for your LinkedIn post from dual time to people clicking see more to they consuming it all the way to call to conversation or call to action. Yeah, I love what you said about it being like a text heavy platform because that's a, such a paradigm shift. I think copywriters, content writers, this is the platform for us because think about what Instagram did with pushing reels so heavily. Like they took like a picture focused platform, made it into a video focused platform. They told us to stop doing long captions. It's all about bite-sized information and stuff like that. So I, I want to underline you saying that, that like, no, people actually read on LinkedIn. So the fact that it's text heavy is a really big advantage for us. And I, I can attest that that's accurate because when I was working with a former client, I was doing their LinkedIn presence. I was writing their status updates, their posts. And they said, you know, we do do multimedia posts. We do post the photo it's always our text posts that perform much, much higher. And that was shocking to me because I'm like, oh my God, it, that's so different from other platforms. And the one thing that you will notice on LinkedIn too is the engagement in the comments. Like people have a real dialogue in the comments that is hard to fake. Whereas other platforms, it's like you drop an emoji or like you like something, but people 
really get themselves out there by engaging in the comments section and having a back and forth dialogue, which is different from other platforms. Yeah, absolutely. I love I love the point that you mentioned, like two two things that actually myself have so much experience when it comes to like text or long form content article, especially because LinkedIn article have a very long shell, shell time. It's like almost there's like unlimited shell time, right? So it's like medium if, if that, that platform, anyone it's writing over there, but LinkedIn just help you with SEO, right? So here and there, I would get like a year ago, someone DMing me and say, hey, I read that article, resonate so much with me. This is super helpful. I never thought about that. And then I was like, oh my gosh, what is this article? And I, I go back and check, it's a year ago or two years ago, I wrote that article. And that's like the beauty of LinkedIn that people do read. And at the same time for LinkedIn article newsletter, I might need to like dig, dig in more data in order to share, but article itself, it really give a very long shelf time. So if you're someone that is a blogger or freelance writer that specifically specializes in writing long form content, LinkedIn is really a great place to go to sort of like share your expertise using LinkedIn article. Yeah, yeah I think that's probably what I would be most comfortable with if I was going to start a, a, a strategy on there because yeah. I... I think writing hooks is the hardest part of copywriting and I just gravitate even in my writing business all towards long form content. For some reason, it's easier for me to write a 3000 page ebook than a social media post. I'm just, I think some people just have that like quick, witty, direct response ability to hook people in, which yeah. is perfect for social media copy. And then I think I'm more of my, my strength is definitely as a content writer. So Maybe I'll start with LinkedIn articles and newsletters. Yeah, do it. And and the best thing when we talk about repurposing earlier, right? You can easily repurpose some of the article that you already write, like wrote a long time and post it on LinkedIn as one of your posts. And it's very easy. You just literally copy paste. There's the formatting is exactly the same when you upload it on a WordPress web, web, website or just any blog medium, right? And Christy, I love one of the things that you brought you, you brought up earlier is the dialogue. I truly, truly believe the quality of conversation on LinkedIn are so different than anywhere else. Like I have people that will like my own comments on other people's posts. Like, is that crazy? Whereas like you rarely, I wouldn't say it's impossible, rarely see people like sort of really stroll down and read people's comments. LinkedIn is the place that people will actually read your comments and like it and replied it. So sometimes you will make like fun friends or new business connection through conversation you are having as a dialogue in someone else's post comments. So this is really the true beauty of this platform. And I just loved it. Obviously I'm biased, but I, I truly loved it. And I encourage everybody just to be on it and you will see the beauty of what me and Christine are talking about today. <laughs> Well, that's a perfect segue. Tell me a little bit about how you work with people who are interested in LinkedIn and how people can engage with you and consume your content and work with you. 
Yeah. So the In Academy, we're an educational platform to teach people ultimately use LinkedIn for their business and LinkedIn only. So I have three signature LinkedIn courses based on your levels. The first level is personal brand boss, which if you need help with building a follow-worthy personal brand, how to get your messaging right, how to basically fill in your entire LinkedIn profile really to the T and converting to a sales page. That is the course that I would recommend anyone to join. If you're like, oh, Selena, I'm more than that. I already optimized my LinkedIn profile. I'm very happy about it. Then maybe you will fit our level two, which is content conversion system, which is a lot of the strategies that me and Christine talk about today. But I will really go needy greedy in terms of that. We also have like a Notion portal that with the content calendar that you can just basically really easy to fill that in. And with the whole holistic content strategies that we talk about today, you will be able to find yours as well. And last but not least, if those two you're ready to go, it's the last thing. Like how do you really use LinkedIn to generate leads and business? But my course is very specifically to small business owner and entrepreneur and coaches. So service-based businesses. So if you're someone like that and really interested to use LinkedIn to generate leads and business to your product and services, then I invite you to join our LinkedIn Business Academy. Yeah, so this is our, our product. That's awesome. And I can attest that the quality of your work is super, super high. I, As someone who's familiar with LinkedIn, you really do know your stuff. And if you go to Selena's website, the In Academy, you'll see the testimonials from a really happy clients who are seeing really amazing results. So yeah. I definitely recommend anyone who wants to start posting on LinkedIn as a freelancer to generate leads, check her out. Oh, thank you. And I'm hosting a live LinkedIn masterclass. If anybody is available, come and check it out. It's really about turning your LinkedIn connection into high paying clients that specifically. So I'll be sharing the framework. It's completely for free and it's also a live workshop. So if anyone is listening right now, it's before 22nd of March, I would love you to join us as one of our attendees and dial in and learn more. Yes, I will leave the link to that below so anyone can register. Are you doing multiple workshops or just one? Just one. Yeah, for this time. Yeah. And we only do it like twice per year. So really excited to have anyone that is interested in this topic and really wanted to use LinkedIn specifically for their business, then this is the workshop that no one is missing out on. <laughs> that is so awesome. I will definitely register and anyone who's listening, please register at the link below. So there's nothing better than a live webinar when someone can actually answer your questions on the spot. So, so true. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. And thank you so much for having me. 